It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. All right, race fans, welcome to this week's edition of Southern Race Week, where you can be often imitated like we are. You can try to be duplicated, but we're not. This is the only program, the longest-running racing radio program, that gets you up to speed on everything you need to know. If it's got four wheels and it goes real fast, we cover it and also not only on the radio, but we're also on your favorite podcast location. I am William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and as always, the producer to the stars, setting high atop his pit box and making us all look good, sound good, and ready for dinner anytime. Here's Alfie. Thank you, William. Thank you, William. Glad to be with you yet again this week on this fabulous uh, racing radio show slash podcast with a guy that's not only my mentor not only the co-host of the show not only the minds behind southern race week dating back to uh the early uh, 1950s and has taken it all the way into the new millennia uh, william barber at southern race week radio thank you and, and also william i know we i want to i know you have something you wanted to do right off the bat here you have a, a very special dedication uh, that you want to make for today's and this podcast and this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, my friend. Yeah, you know, you and I always talk about our favorite watering hole. Tonight and this week, we dedicate this show to uh, Leanne Turner. Uh, passed away suddenly uh, last week. Jason Turner is her husband. He races successfully out at Sonora Raceway. Big fan of the show, big fan of him. Our condolences go out to him, his family. If you, because Leanne was mine and my wife's and your favorite bartender at our favorite watering home, where they have launched a campaign in lieu of flowers and everything else. They've launched a campaign that when you go out to a restaurant somewhere and on your receipt, leave a little extra tip and write on it, Hashtag tips for Leanne. That's hashtag tips for Leanne. And if you could tag Jason Turner on Facebook and let him know that Southern Race Week fans are looking out and we are going to miss her. Uh, let I mean, under 40 years old, Alfie. This show dedicated to Leanne has got a jam-packed program because Alfie's done hogged up all the key guests. Won't let me talk to nobody because he's just too good. Ladies and gentlemen, this week on the program, Alfie's going to talk with none other than Doug Rice, previewing the Texas race along with Ted Madman Austed, the home of the Laser Tag Comedian Concert Series production facility at Atlanta Motor Speedway to talk about short track rates in action. And then, of course, Alfie's going to catch up with the guy he blocked me from interviewing because he knew that I'd have something smart to say. Talking about none other than Kirk Bush is going to be on the program, Alfie. Yes, looking forward to it. So we've got a, a jam-packed program. And uh, and also, you were talking about uh, – Ted Austed there and everything going on to the racetrack. You know, they added another one of these uh, 
charity uh, events where they, you know, you can take your car out on the track. Oh, yeah? So they added one of those that'll be in, in early November, the first weekend in November, I believe. So, uh, so uh, yeah, you can go to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com to uh, check out the details, and, and Ted will uh, bring that up when we talk to him a little bit later on in the program. Hey, this is Jamie McMurray, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, we're back for another week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Al, if you continue to bring you this brand-new week edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we head to Texas Motor Speedway coming up this weekend for the NASCAR Cup Series as the playoffs continue and to talk playoff news and other great NASCAR news that has been unveiled to us here during this week. We head on over to the Food Depot phone line and welcome in one of the main people you hear for bringing you NASCAR coverage every week through the Performance Racing Network and also brings you selected NASCAR events over the season, including including this Sunday at Texas Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in one of the many hosts of Fast Talk from the Performance Racing Network and the main play-by-play voice you'll hear Sunday during the race at Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Doug Rice. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Rice, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week. On Southern Race yeah, Street Radio? I'm make a, a programming suggestion. Yes, I sir. think you should go and take the best one of those you've ever done <laughs> and just have it on a hot key but, so uh, you can save your voice. I, you know what? That, like put it on my button bar. Like, you know, just put a little sound yeah. effect up there and just and press it. Yeah. And oh, all right. You know what, Doug? I'm going to make a note of that. Hold on a second. Write this down. Make sound effect <laughs> for Doug. Okay, we got that. There you all go. Right. All right. You can do so, that for all your guests. <laughs> you know what? That is a good idea. It would help my voice a little bit. Sometimes people don't realize yeah. when you work in radio, you understand this as well. Your your voice is is your gold. It's, it's your money maker. It's how you make your money. So, you know, we got to rest our voices. I know you're getting your, your voice rested up for Sunday. You guys heading to uh, Texas Motor Speedway. The Performance Racing Network will have all the action for you uh, this upcoming weekend. Go to GoPRN.com for affiliates in your area and all the times and and days that they'll be covering events down at Texas. But, uh, Doug, we're getting to the end of the season here. Three more races left before we wrapped up the uh, chaotic and crazy 2020 NASCAR COVID-19 season. Before we get your thoughts on Texas this weekend, as we wrap up 2020, what are some of the highlights for you of this past race season? You know, I thought about that yesterday. Uh, I was doing another show and had a chance to reflect back on that. And I, I think there are several big events. Uh, obviously, Ryan Newman's crash at the end of the Daytona 500, and then watching him walk out of the hospital two days later with his kids. That was a great human story. Forget that it was racing. It was just a great story of human triumph. The fact that NASCAR shut down for seven weeks and was the first big sport to come back at Darlington in May, and I think that said a lot because uh, at that point, there was no Major League Baseball. There was no NBA. There was no anything. There was mm-hmm. NASCAR. Right, And they figured out a way to do it. And I, that may be my indelible memory. And then the whole social justice and situation uh, down at Talladega and the pushing of the 43 car down pit road, uh, that that was a big moment. So those are, you know, those are not exactly on track things, are they? But but they were, to me, they were, were very significant things. And also, I think there was a period of time in there when we first came back from the pandemic that had luck been better. Chase Elliott could have won eight races this year. Yeah, uh, He came so close to winning races to have pit crew decisions or things out of his control 
take the races from him. Now, uh, taking a look at the latest NASCAR news, uh, it seems like so much activity going on this week. We've got a couple of drivers that are going to be taking over some rides next season, as we know of. Eric Jones taking over for the number 43 and Chase Briscoe taking over the uh, number 14 ride. Uh, your thoughts on two, uh, those two young men taking over those two historic uh, numbered cars? Well, Chase Briscoe is walking into a great situation. He's on a major team with, with good funding and really good cars. And so that's, that's enviable. And he's coming off of what is going to be a record-setting year in the Xfinity Series. So his future looks really, really good. For Eric Jones, he's leaving one of the best organizations in Joe Gibbs Racing and going to an organization that has admittedly floundered for the last decade, and that's Richard Petty Motorsports. Yeah. It's a ride. It's a, it's a paycheck. It keeps his name out there. But right now, there is nothing happening there that makes me think that team's going to come back and be any more competitive next year than they have been this year with Bubba Wallace. And I like Richard Petty, and I like all, I like some of the folks down there, but I just don't see it. Let me ask you something, Doug. I, I know that 43 team has struggled. That whole that whole organization has struggled for so many years since Richard has stepped out of the car. In your opinion, what do you think that team needs to do or what do they need to add to maybe turn things around, if not next year, maybe a few years down the road. If you're going to be successful in this, like a Joe Gibbs, like a Rick Hendrick, you have to be willing to spend a lot of money. And I don't think that that team has ever been willing to spend the money and go out and get the money they needed. And maybe they got it, but they didn't spend it to go faster. Right. You have to have a phalanx of engineers. You got to have a lot of people on your side. And they've not done that. And it shows up. I mean, I can predict where Bubba Wallace is going to finish every week. It's going to be somewhere between 18th and 25th because that's the cars that they build. And that that team has never been any good. I mean, John Andretti won a race. A couple of other folks won, won a race. But great race car drivers make poor team owners. In the history of yeah. NASCAR, the biggest, best drivers. David Pearson tried to run a team. Couldn't could barely get it out of the garage. Buddy Baker went bankrupt doing it. Daryl Walter won a couple of races, but lost a fortune trying to do it. And all of these are great drivers. If you'll notice, Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon are not running to own race teams because they've learned a lot from this. So speaking of Doug Rice here on Southern Race Week Radio, as we get set for a racing action this weekend in Texas. And another big story, uh, Doug, is that Kyle Larson, his suspension has been lifted. He'll be reinstated and able to race in 2021 and there are still some musical chairs as far as cars that are going to be possibly open and available uh what do you think kyle larson's uh, chances are of getting a ride in 2021 could he go to the cup series or maybe he might start in xfinities or, or maybe yeah. try, what, what do you think out if i can believe everything that we hear he's going to wind up at hendrick motorsports and that it was it hendrick helped petition to get him reinstated and they think that much of him as a race car driver that they're willing to take the baggage of his racial slur and everything else. And I, I think he's going to wind up in a premium ride. I think he has done the things you need to do mm-hmm. to be forgiven. Yes. Uh, I don't, I don't believe there's an impardonable act outside of killing people. And what he did was wrong. It was, it was horribly wrong, but I think he's learned from it and, yeah. and, and hopefully can, help others realize that you, you just can't you, you, words hurt you got to mm-hmm. be careful 
Now, Doug, we're getting ready to go racing this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. We've got two races left in this round before we get to the championship race at Phoenix. Right now, the way things stacked up in the top four, you got Logano, Harvick, Hamlin, and Keselowski. The bottom four, Elliott, Bowman, Truex Jr., and Kurt Busch. Now, do you see any of those drivers in positions five through eight that could possibly get a win on these next two races that could do a lot of jumbling there in that top four, uh, four spots? I think Chase Elliott has potential. That car has been fast at times this year. Texas is a mile and a half. Chase won on the Oval at Charlotte on a mile and a half. So he, he's got the potential. Uh, I've not seen much out of Truex this year. They, mm-hmm. they, they have what they have. They're consistent. But in this format, I don't know that consistent is going to let you battle for a title. I don't know if Alex Bowman's ready for this yet or not. He might be. He might surprise me, but I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think the big point is. I think Keselowski's eight to the good, and Chase is eight back, and and those are the positions I'm going to be watching. And the other thing is, if I'm a Denny Hamlin fan, I'm concerned because I don't want Brad Keselowski to go to Texas and win. And then maybe Truex win at Martinsville because Hamlin's out if that happens. Gotcha. Uh, Hamlin's better off if Kevin Harvick goes to Texas and wins because that would mean that he would probably be the guy that got in on point. So there's a, there's still a lot to be decided yet. Now, let me ask you, Chase, like you said, eight points back. He's kind of going to be jockeying position with Brad Keselowski for that fourth spot. Let me ask you, do you think Chase will be in that final four in Phoenix? I think he's got a really good shot. Okay. I'll take I really it. Do. Seasoned enough that I think he's got a, a better than a puncher's chance to be in this show. Well, we're looking forward to all the action this Sunday at Texas Motor Speedway. The Cup Series will be racing. The Performance Racing Network will have all the radio coverage for you. So, uh, Mr. Rice, if our listeners want to keep up with what's going on with PRN, yourself personally, and uh, coverage for the race on Sunday, where can they go to get all that information? Well, on Twitter, they can follow the network feed at PR and live on Twitter. I'm at Riceman61. They can uh, find us on the web at goprn.com and, you know, download the PRN app. And that lets you listen to all of our race coverage live anywhere you want to be. If you can get a cell signal, you can listen to the race. And then also check out Monday, uh, Doug Rice, Alexa Erickson, and some special guests. They'll wrap everything up and let you know what happened to Texas on the Fast Talk which is their uh, weekly podcast and also video they do as well. If you check out the Facebook page and or on YouTube as well and follow Performance Racing Network, you can watch the podcast as they do it live, or if you want to listen to it whenever you get a chance, go PRN.com. Well, All the great the podcasts are part, available. The video part creates strain because I'll go in and I'll go, oh, crap, I forgot <laughs> to shave. Or, you know, <laughs> I've got an Allman Brothers T-shirt or something like that. And it helps to have Alexis there because she really makes the place look great. Well, she does. Alexis uh, <laughs> Alexis is also mega smart, which is kind of oh, embarrassing yeah. to me. She graduated from Belmont Abbey, summa cum laude, and she prepares for the show like she did for exams. Wow. You know? well, and I'm calling her and uh, she'll say something. Go, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I barely got out of high school. I barely graduated high school. So, you know what I mean? So, uh, you, you all are all, <laughs> yeah. geni- you all You guys are all geniuses as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, Mr. Rice, thank you so much uh, for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Uh, good luck to uh, safe travels and enjoy your play by play on Sunny in Texas. And we'll. 
probably talk to you once more once more before we wrap things up here for the regular season in 2020. Thank you so much, Mr. Rice. All right. Fantastic. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, this is Dennis Bitfire, president of Richmond International Raceway, and you are listening to Southern Raceway. All right. Welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Raceway Radio along the far-flung Southern Raceway Radio Network itself. Yet again, bringing you another brand new week's edition of Southern Raceway Radio as we get set to wrap up the NASCAR season here in just a matter of weeks. But uh, short track racing continuing on here in 2020 and of course the gentleman who brings us up to date on all the news and activities that are going on in the world of short track news ladies and gentlemen as we go live to the Atlanta Motor Speedway and presenting to you one of the most popular guys at the AMS racetrack in fact if they had a most popular employee I'm sure he would win it every single year ladies and gentlemen let's head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in Mr. Ted Is that my cue? Now I can talk. Is that, yes. That uh, now it's my turn. Yes, it's your turn. How you doing, Mister okay. Austin? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm doing good, buddy. I know you're a busy man. AMS has become the destination for everyone ar- across the nation. I don't know about that, but uh, but uh, we, we've we've got a few things going on here during the fall months, which is good. Yeah, which is good because we were we weren't that busy for the first uh, three no. quarters of the year. No. So <laughs> y'all making up for some lost time there. And uh, before, and I want to say this while we're on the air. I, I mentioned this to you before we went on the air, but I had some friends that went down to your driving concerts you all did a few weeks back, and yeah. so many compliments about that. And you do have some more of those. Uh, coming out throughout the year, correct? We do, we do. We've uh, we're taking this weekend off. Uh, um, going to be dark this weekend. We're coming back with uh, some big shows on Halloween weekend, uh, and then uh, the twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth of November. So we've got about half a dozen shows yet to go. Um, everybody from uh, Dead Mouse, if you're into the the electronic dance music uh, style genre of music, all the way to the Revivalists uh, for some good old uh, fashioned uh, folks rock rock and roll. So. Yeah, and, uh, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything at the drive-in at the Speedway Concert Series. Yeah, and also checking in my inbox here. Atlanta Motor Speedway is also going to be doing another laps for charity event, uh, and that'll be on yeah. Friday, November sixth, uh, under the yeah, lights become, there. So the money that is raised for uh, the 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 laps here uh, on the first weekend of November uh, will benefit all those children's organizations that Speedway Children's Charities supports uh, each and every year. So it's it's a cool deal. It's it's, it's fun for the family and, and friends, and it it goes to a great cause helping. But uh, you are here for your vast knowledge of the world of short track news, uh, Mr. Austed. So uh, can you update us on any great uh, events and uh, finishes from some of the great short track races and tracks along the southeast, sir? Yeah, yep. This past weekend is the Southern All-Stars, the uh, nation's oldest uh, operating dirt super late model series that concluded its 2020 season at Smoky Mountain Speedway up in Tennessee. And uh, Dale McDowell uh, clean swept the weekend. He held off Ricky Weiss on both Friday and Saturday night to uh, pocket a total of ten grand, uh, $3,000 for Friday night's win, $7,000 to pad the pocket on Saturday night. Like I said, that, that ended the Southern All-Star season this year. And Alabama's Billy Franklin won the season points title, the first of his career. Uh, Billy, a strong runner out of middle Alabama. Ricky Weeks collected the checkers for the Blue Ridge Series, which competed up at Livonia or Lancaster Speedway in South Carolina. Ross Bales topped the class, uh, cla- uh, Carolina Class Series uh, race that took place also in, uh, in South Carolina, this one at Sumter Speedway. Uh, Christian Honger uh, pocketed $3,000 for uh, his Crate Racing USA win. That was at North Alabama Speedway on Sunday evening. 
local racing also took place at several uh, tracks in and around our area. Need more speedway down in uh, south central Georgia. Kyle Bridges picked up the limited late model victory while the checkers went to Peyton Freeman up at Hartwell Speedway in the northern part of Georgia. Winder Barrow Speedway, Christopher uh, Woods was the limited late model victor and uh, set a new track record as uh, he cracked the uh, 14-second barrier, got down into the 13th for the first time ever at Winder Barrow Speedway. And then uh, on Sunday evening, Parker Martin, uh, the uh, son of uh, Cochran Motor Speedway track owner and promoter Chris Martin, picked up the victory over at East Alabama Motor Speedway just across the uh, Georgia-Alabama border in uh, Phoenix City. And uh, with that on Sundays, is that is what Billy Thomas says he's going to do from uh, this point forward as he is switching to Sunday afternoon racing uh, through the end of the year and through next spring. So this is going to race 51 weeks out of the year. And I asked him, I said, so which week are you taking off? And he said, I don't know yet if I'm going to take a week off. So <laughs> I don't know if that means he's going to race on Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. I don't know, but he's taking one week off is what he says. So well, Billy, good. Billy Thomas, the, the, the ageless wonder of, pro, of promotion. Well, there you go. Look at that. I mean, uh, one week. Which week would you take off if that was you? I'd probably take Christmas. Yeah, but I, I think Christmas is a little little difficult to sell a ticket to. You know, you got, <laughs> Very you got a lot to compete. Yeah, a lot to compete against. You know, the the birth date of Christ and and uh, Santa Claus. You know, depending yeah. upon you know what what uh, what what part of the holiday you you uh, uh, most look forward to is is you know that's a lot of competition. Yeah, it is. So, that's a lot of great holidays right around that time. Way. So yeah, yeah, it is. That's why I think that's why they call it the holiday season. And there you, God, Ted, you're such you're such a brilliant man. That's why uh, I got on a limb. Uh, we got a couple minutes. <laughs> we got a couple minutes left here. Um, coming up on the schedule, you see anything on your calendar coming up that you're interested in? I think some of our listeners might want to. Uh, races you might want to check out? Yep. On the asphalt side of things this weekend is the Night of Champions down at Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola, Florida. The Blizzard Championship is taking place. The Southern Super Series is competing there as well. So you got Stephen Nas, you got Bubba Pollard, Jeremy Pate, Sammy Smith, and uh, just announced it earlier this week that uh, the 2019 NASCAR Cup Series champion Kyle Busch has signed up for uh, this weekend's race down at Pensacola. On the dirt side of things, Sonora Raceway has the showdown at Sonora which will include uh, nine different divisions on Friday and Saturday evening. It'll include the Billy Clanton Classic, a $10,000 to win super late model tilt. Expected to be there, Dale McDowell, Brandon Overton, Donald McIntosh, Mason Massey, the NASCAR Xfinity Series driver that also races dirt, Ross Bales, Zach Leonardi, Michael Page, and uh, recent National Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame inductee, Cat Daddy Clint Smith. So that was kind of interesting as well as Cat Daddy goes into the National Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame along with fellow Georgian Wade Knowles. They'll be enshrined next August during a special uh, ceremony at the North-South 100. Uh, so that's kind of a cool deal. Uh, Dirt Car World of Outlaws announced this week that they will be canceling the World Finals. That was scheduled for the first weekend of November uh, due to COVID. That was uh, scheduled to be up at the Charlotte Motor Speedway Dirt Track. That has been put on the shelf for the year. And the man who's licking his chops, we just talked about it, Billy Thomas down at East Alabama Sporter Speedway, because the weekend that the World Finals Finals is now canceled. Is the weekend that he's running his 46th annual National 100, four big days down there. So Billy Thomas licking his chops now because he's the only game in town that first week in November. This is Natalie Decker, driver for Nice Motorsports, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's South yet again bringing you another week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio as the NASCAR playoffs continue on. Uh, this weekend, and we have limited time, so I don't want to waste it. 
want to get right to our guest as we head on over to the Food Depot Zoom line. And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, the driver for the 20th season, currently with Chip Canassi Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, the driver of the number one car in the Cubs Series playoff driver. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Kurt Bush. Hell yeah. Did I just score a goal in soccer? I love it. Thank you. You scored a goal, you got a pin in the wrestling match, and you're a winner at your home track at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So when we have a big deal guest on, we give them a big deal introduction. And if you need this to continue on throughout the season, we, my people can get with your people, and we can work out a deal where I can follow you around with like a boom box, playing like an entrance theme for you, and introducing you as you walk into any room, whether it's a bar, a restaurant. Uh, I can uh, follow you around with that. So we can make that happen, sir. Heck, yeah. No, I, I, I found these things recently. They're uh, confetti cannons. They're like candlesticks, and you just twist them, and then boom. So we'll roll around with those, too. You know, this is an interesting conversation I've had with drivers I've interviewed is walk-up music. You know, I'm a big baseball fan, and every time I go to the ball game, every player has a walk-up theme and, and all of that. I know for some of you drivers, you guys have generic walk-up music sometimes when – you get to events, although there's some tracks where you get a chance to pick your walk-up theme. So I'm curious for you, as if you had a walk-up theme to be introduced to you, uh, what, what song are you coming out to? So I'm with you, man. We should be able to pick our walkout no matter what. It shouldn't be a generic or whatever the DJ decides to play or whatever NASCAR wanted to dub you with for the weekend. I'm a big Aerosmith, Steven Tyler fan. Uh, Eminem, you know, like, uh, you know, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? I mean, or Walk This Way. Uh, those would be my picks right off or, the Or maybe you could do like a mashup. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a new thing now with these kids. They do these mashups. So maybe you can mash up Eminem with Aerosmith and then make it one big, awesome Kurt Busch theme song to come out to. And as long as they don't mess it up and have like, dude looks like a lady, we'll be fine. <laughs> Well, uh, Kurt, thank you so much for taking time to join us. And, and, I, and just before we got on, I, I was telling you, I'm a big race fan. I don't really have a, one drive I really cheer for. I just love the sport, just like baseball, even though I'm a Braves fan and from Atlanta, I'll just love the sport of baseball. And I was really pulling for you in that race at Las Vegas. I know you've struggled really hard with that track. It's your home track. Um, I know Vegas is a city that you were, you know, you were, you were born, raised, and love to visit and, and go back on the, on the series. And really perform well but uh, listening to the broadcast and listening to you I know it's not a track you've done very well at so for you to get that win at your home track and with that victory propel you into this round of the playoffs because you were really on the outside looking in you were you were pretty much needed that win to advance so how special was that win for you with all the circumstances that went around with it oh it's huge I mean it was one of those top five moments of my career and to, to win at my hometown track with, with no fans and no friends, no family there, uh, it was tough, but that's what made it even more special. And to, to have, you know, South Point, Brendan Gong, a, a fellow racer, and his, his company sponsor the race, I mean, that, it just all ramped up to be so emotional. I celebrated with friends going on a helicopter ride, and they went out and had a couple beers afterwards, like in this roped-off area, at uh, South Point Hotel. And just, you know, to win there after so many years of, of the agony of defeat, um, that's, that's what made it even that much more special. And yes, it, uh, it advanced us to this Elite Eight. We're now in the, the final grouping of guys that will have a, a chance at the championship. And so that's now all behind us. 
we've got this position now to, to race hard and smart Texas and Martinsville to try to run for a championship at the final race in Phoenix. Speaking with Kirk Bush here on Sun Race Week Radio as we get set for the uh, playoffs this week and to continue on. And, uh, and Kurt, like going through your bio, uh, I see that your wife is a professional polo player. I think a lot of people might know that from following along with you. Um, I'm sure she comes down and supports you at a lot of your events and the things that you do. As, as a husband, how, is it, how cool is it for you to go and support her in her professional career and what she does for a living? It's the number one thing I love to do in the off season. And it takes priority of the schedule, primarily in January. Uh, we're down in South Florida. People come all over around the world to um, play in different tournaments and things ramp up, uh, you know, like January is, is, is like truck series level, right? And then February gets to Xfinity series. And then like all the pros and the top cup level guys are there March and April. And that's, that's my priority. I love to watch her play. She rides so well and she rides smart. And just to be there to support her, her team and her horses. Uh, it's very similar to motorsports on how you have to prepare, train, and keep your equipment up to date. And so I love spending time with her outside of the racetrack. Now, this is your 20th season, and it's so hard to believe because it makes me feel old because I remember when you first came onto the scene as a young fan just kind of getting into the sport and seeing the development of you over those 20 seasons. Looking back at it for yourself, is it hard to believe that it is your 20th season in the sport? It's gone by, and yet some days it feels like it's gone by quick, and then other days where, yeah, I'm feeling it. You know, 20 years of, of strapping in and having over 700 starts, uh, you know, my body feels it in certain ways, and, but yet there's still that drive and that, that competition and that fierceness in me that at uh, this point in my career, I feel like I'm the best that I've been with my decisions on track. And with helping young crew members, young engineers develop over at Chip Ganassi Racing, uh, I feel that mentorship that I want to give and to give back, that's happened these last uh, four or five years for me. And um, right now, we're in position for a championship. After 21 years, uh, not a lot of guys can say that. And so I'm very blessed and grateful to be in this position. Next year's schedule, really excited to see some of the changes. What are you most excited about with next year's schedule? Uh, the biggest thing is all the road course races, um, new, new tracks, new markets, throwing dirt on top of Bristol. That'll be fun. Um, you know, the schedule's still long. It's still uh, all the way from Valentine's Day to, to Thanksgiving, literally. And so it's those Sunday slots that were on TV, and that's the most important TV market. You know, uh, Fox does a great job the first half of the year. NBC takes over in the second half. And that's, uh, that's important for us to, to have those TV slots. So that's why you don't see many double headers and you don't see many uh, weekday races now. Now, uh, before we let you go, if our listeners want to keep up with you on social media and, and follow what's going on with you and, and your career, where can they go to follow you on social media? Uh, all of my um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is at Kurt Bush. Uh, and then you can hit up uh, Miss Ashley Bush. She's on uh, her Instagram, um, and she's having a, a blast with it and launching a bikini line as well. So there's the good fun of polo, bikinis, and race cars. I mean, we're, we're a hot couple to follow. If that's not America right there, sir, I don't know what, what, what is, sir. That, I, I feel like we should have the red, white, and blue behind you and, and some kind of patriotic music in the background as we fade out. But uh, uh, Mr. Bush, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Uh, good luck to you, and hopefully we'll see you in, uh, in that, down to that final four, my friend. 
Thank you. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, we're there. We just got to get it. This is Larry McReynolds of NASCAR on Fox, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Race fans, don't forget, anytime you're in the neck of the woods of West Georgia and your car breaks down, Southern Race Week would want to tell you, go where we go, and that is Bucks Tires, new and used tires right there on uh, Temple Avenue in Noonan. You can check out Bucks Tires on Facebook. Hey, tell Buck that WB and Southern Race Week sent you. This week's edition of Southern Race Week. As a Georgia fan, I want to thank y'all for tuning in, and I want to thank uh, Alfie for putting together another great show. Doug Rice, Ted Austed, Kirk Bush, jam-packed lineup. Again, uh, appreciation, the show dedication to, uh, to Jason Turner and Leanne Turner, uh, who I, we all loved and adored, Leanne. And also, too, don't forget, if you want to find us, follow us, Look for us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. Look for us on Twitter at SRW Radio. Look for us on Instagram. Look for us on Twitter. Look for us on uh, iTunes, Spotify, you name it. We're there, and we're ready for you. Just search for Southern Race Week on any of your favorite podcasts, SRW Radio on Twitter, and who knows? You might find Alfie at Alfie underscore 19 and me, at William Barber on Instagram and WB Radio Network on Twitter. That's about gonna do it, Alfie. I'm 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 ready to go have a cocktail and and go eat dinner. How about you? That uh, sounds good to me, bud. All right. Well, until next week, folks, do us a favor. Check out Southern Race Week on Facebook and and do us all a favor. If you get a chance to go to a local racetrack, go to it. Go visit it. You'll enjoy it. Take your kids. You'll have fun. And it'll give you a chance to get out to the wonderful evening fall air that we have in the South. Until next week, thanks to Food Depot. Y'all have a great one. I'm WB. I'm Alfie. We'll see you. Oh,